Hello and welcome to Power Connection with Pastor Tracy Stone. In this weekly podcast, we hope you have an encounter with God through inspiring teaching and discover practical ways to help you live a life of purpose. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Pastor Tracy Stone and would like to enjoy more resources and devotionals, including our weekly updates, we hope you'll visit our website at pccgwinnett.cc. A child of God. Thank you, musicians. You know the story. You've read it many times. Lazarus, he was sick and he was calling for Jesus and Jesus did not show up when he thought he should show up, and then Lazarus died. I want you to understand that Jesus did not make Lazarus sick. When Mary and Martha had learned that their brother was dead, the Bible said they called for Jesus. And they said, our brother, whom we know you love, is very sick, and now he's dead. And where are you? Jesus did not come when they thought he should come. They got frustrated. They got a little angry. They got a little upset. And can I tell you today that sometimes God doesn't do what you think he ought to do when you think he ought to do it. Where was that shouting crowd I had earlier today? And even Mary got so frustrated. She said to Jesus, when Jesus finally showed up, If you'd have just been here, not thank you for coming, but she was bitter. She was frustrated. She was angry. And I learned from that story that bitter people blame their problems on others. It wasn't Jesus' fault. Are you clear on that, church? But when life doesn't turn out the way that you think it should, you look for somebody to blame. It's your fault I am the way I am. It's your fault I'm in the condition I'm in. It's your fault this happened to me. It's your fault that I'm so bitter and so angry. If you would have just been here, Jesus, she didn't have the faith to understand that just because life has put you on pause, it has not stopped you altogether. Now, you may be here this morning, you're thinking, oh, but Craig, it seems like that life has dealt me so many devastating blows that my life has been put on pause and I can't feel God. I can't hear God. I don't even know if he still loves me. I want to tell you that that really is the secret war of every believer in this building today. We have this war going on inside of us to give up and quit when God doesn't come like we think he ought to come. Just because it didn't happen when you wanted it to happen doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Some of you can say, Well, Craig, my plans seem dead and my dreams seem like they're dried up and I'm not going to be able to experience what God has for me. But I want to tell you, your dream can come alive again and God can save that child and God can bring that husband back home and God can heal your wife and God can turn your home situation completely around for his glory. Somebody ought to give him praise in this house. Amen. 
But periodically through life, you hit turbulent places. And if you're not careful, bitterness will creep into your life because you will take this like I did as an indication that your life is over. Naomi, you know the story of Naomi. Her name means joy. Naomi means joyful, joy. She's full of joy. You know, come on, joy. Let's have some coffee today. Come on, joy. Let's have lunch today. Come on, joy. We just love being around you, joy. But Naomi went through some hard times. She lost her husband. She lost her children. And the Bible said she became bitter. And she says, don't you call me me, uh, Naomi anymore. Call me what? Mara. Why? Because life has dealt me some bad. Bad blows. And I like to say it like this. Don't let life make you change your name. In other words, she had had such a series of losses in her life, like many of us have, that it completely had changed her. It's when the things on the outside have contaminated the person on the inside. That's when you know you're in trouble. When all the things that are happening on the inside get on the inside, uh, outside get on the inside of you. Now, if you can keep them out, you're okay. But it's when you let it get in and it begins to contaminate you. And I know it takes some work to forgive people, doesn't it? Y'all so holy. Oh, we say this forgive and forget. Are you kidding? We don't forget. Now, little things, yeah, but I'm talking about big things. I'll never forget that night. I'll never forget the day that that man that killed my family was pronounced completely free, scot-free, never spent a day in jail. I'll never forget that day. But by the grace of God, he helped me to forgive him. And you're not going to forget some things, but you can learn to forgive. And see, there are a lot of people that have allowed their past to bleed into their present. And when they let it bleed into their present, it contaminates their future. I just said a mouthful. I hope you get that. It will get into your system. It will get into your spirit. Until you call it what it is, you will never be free. Until an alcoholic admits he's an alcoholic, he'll never be free. Until a porno addict admits that he has a problem with pornography, he'll never get free. Until you admit that you have a problem with anger, you'll never get free. But the moment you get free, God says, okay, now we can get somewhere. Now we can get somewhere. All your character is doing is telling us what's going on in your life. You say, but Craig, I'm in the struggle of my life. Well, I want to tell you something. If you're struggling today, that just tells me there's life in you. Because without a struggle, there can be no progress. Never allow the pain of yesterday to keep you paralyzed from your future. Don't quit. Look at somebody and say, don't quit. Don't give up. What happened yesterday no longer matters. Today is another day. Start fresh. Go on. Move on. Move forward. Let it go. When life seems unfair and odds are stacked against you, stand back as I had to do and watch God do the impossible. You say, oh, but Craig, I'm hanging by a thread, but as long as it is the hem of his garment, you're going to make it. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord a praise in this house. If you're not careful, you can become cynical. Like David did in his life. He became cynical and, and, and he got angry and he, he became bitter and he, he kind of had this attitude. You know, I've dealt with so many snakes in my life that all men are liars. 
He had that kind of attitude. All men are liars. And he decided rather than risk hoping again and rather than risk getting hurt again, he said, I'm just going to put all people in a broad category. All men are liars. Now, if you have that kind of attitude, when you walk up to meet somebody, it's like, I wonder what kind of lie you're going to tell. That's a pitiful way to live. But you know, sometimes when people do you wrong and some people fuss you out, it's almost very hard not to, to slap them. Sanctified bunch right over here. I heard a story of a man that rushed into the airport and he was on his way somewhere and he got up to the uh, desk and he said, oh, I got to get on that plane real quick. And the lady said, I'm sorry, but the plane has been delayed. And he said, no way, no way. I got to get on that plane. It's been delayed four hours. He said, no. He began to fuss her out for the next three minutes. He almost cussed her out. He let her have it and she just smiled at him. He fussed and fussed and she just smiled at him. He fussed again and she just, after about three or four minutes, he walked off. Lady walked up to the counter that was behind him and said, ma'am, ma'am, how in the world did you do that? I heard all the terrible things he said to you and you just kept smiling. She said, oh, that's easy. He's going to Chicago. His bag is going to Bangkok. <laughs> Don't give up. The God behind you is stronger than the enemy in front of you. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. I said, the God that is behind you is stronger than the enemy that is in front of you. Hold on to God. Let it go. Look at somebody say, let it go. The past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. I better say that again. The past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. Bitterness gets down on inside of you like it did me and it began to contaminate everything around me. It began to contaminate my judgment. It began, the Bible says in Hebrews that when you get bitter, you start spewing it on everybody else. It will defile, the Bible says, many. Lest any root, the Bible said, the root is planted, but you got to get rid of the leaves. The leaves change, but the root is still there. And, 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 and all this stuff in Hebrews is connected. And, and you keep saying, Lord, watch over my tongue. Your tongue is telling you what's going on in your heart. So your tongue is not going to get any better till your heart gets better. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you this. I wrote this down the other day. If the enemy knew what was being produced in you under pressure, he would leave you alone. Because I believe that there's somebody in this room today that is on the brink of the greatest breakthrough in your life. I believe there's somebody in this place that's been going through a dark season, but that season's about to change. Things are about to turn around in your favor, and I wish somebody would give the Lord a praise in this house. Oh, yes! Don't let the enemy distract you. Stay focused. Press on. God works all things for get together for them that love the Lord. It's the struggle that makes you stronger. You are coming out of that difficulty. You're coming out of that struggle better and wiser and stronger than ever before. If you get your mind right and you keep your attitude good and you keep praising God. Well, I don't feel like praising God. We don't go by our feelings. If you want a feeling, I can give you a real good feeling today. Oh, we walk by faith. I don't see it. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know how he's going to turn it around. I don't know how he's going to work this out, but I believe God and I trust God today. Hallelujah. And I'm going to praise him. Somebody praise him in this house. 
There is a danger in this war that we have of quitting too soon. Esau gave up on his birthright too soon. He gave up because he got bitter and he just walked away from something that you say is worthless and he sold it for nothing, never realizing that what you gave away is valuable. It's just going to take some time for God to bless you. If you'd have told me years ago when that happened that I'd be traveling all over the country and the world through television and on and on preaching about forgiveness, I'd have said, you have lost your mind. Isn't it amazing how God works? The thing that devil, the devil meant to curse you, God's going to turn it around and bless you. He's going to turn it around and bless you. He said, it's worthless because it's not helping me right now. Doesn't that sound like some Pentecostals if we don't get it just when we want it? If the birthright were any good, then why am I hungry today? You can just have it. And now he's got a bowl of soup for a birthright. Because he couldn't manage the moment and the temporary frustration of waiting for something to come to fruition. If you can just hang on, somebody shout hang on. If you could just endure the temporary discomfort that goes along with the process of getting the permanent blessing. He could, if he'd have just endured, he could have bought all the soup that he ever needed. But he gave it up too soon and he lost everything that wasn't worth anything. It's the danger of quitting. It's the danger of giving up on relationships in life. You can't make good decisions when it comes from a bitter heart. Now, God is my witness. I don't believe, I, I know my spirit and I know my heart. I don't have any unforgiveness toward anybody, but I couldn't always say that. And every day I get up, you may say, well, that's not really necessary. But every day that I get up, I pray, Lord, help me to forgive everybody, everything that they've ever done against me. And if there's any person that's done something in the last day or two, whatever, Lord, help me to forgive them. Some men want to say that forgiveness is for wimps. Oh, I want to tell you, forgiveness is strength. Forgiveness is strength when you can walk in when you've done something wrong and say, I was wrong. Will you forgive me? Forgiveness is a deliberate act of love. It's a deliberate act of mercy. It is a deliberate act of grace. I don't know about you, but I want to give some mercy and I want to give some grace out and I want to give some love out because he gave me grace and he gave me mercy and he gave me love. He could have put me on the shelf. He could have said, I'll never be able to use you again, but thank God for grace. And thank God for mercy. It's a dangerous thing to quit too soon. Oh, but I like what Jesus said to Mary and Martha. Show me oh, where you laid him. And I begin to read that and it speaks this to me. Take me to the spot in your life where you stop believing. Take the power of God to the place in your life where you became bitter. You can dance. You can shout in the church. You can jump all around and never direct the anointing to the place you became bitter. Bring the anointing. Everybody say, bring the anointing into that troubled place in your life where you find it hard to believe that things will ever change again. But I want to tell you things can change. Somebody said, Craig, I want a breakthrough. Let me tell you real quick how to get a breakthrough. Turn off the hell, I mean, television. Get alone with God. Get your Bible. Get it in your heart. Get it in your spirit. Get a praise on your lips. Love everybody. Forgive everybody. Let grace flow through your spirit. And I guarantee you, you're 
you're headed for the biggest breakthrough in your life. Hallelujah. Give him praise in this place. The most profitable thing that you can do today is take the anointing to that place in your life where bitterness and unforgiveness is lodged in your heart and the enemy uses it when nobody's looking to spoil you and to contaminate you and to take what God has given to you. Take the anointing into that place and say, I'm not coming out till you bless me. I'm not coming out till you answer me. I'm not coming out till I know I've been delivered by the power of the anointing. Give him praise in this house. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life bitter. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life nasty thinking and corrupt talking. But I know, hey, there was something in me that had to come out. So my prayer is, God, get it out of me. Hallelujah. And I begin to pray, and you may need to pray it today. Holy Spirit, get it out of me. I don't like who I am. And the Holy Spirit will help you to become the person that you were meant to be. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I want my birthright back. I want to be positioned in the place you want me to be, Lord. Get rid of this new name, Mara said, that I put on myself. Because I'm coming back to being the Naomi that I was created to be. Hallelujah. Woo. Are y'all hearing me? Jesus on the Sea of Galilee said, let's go fishing, guys. And the disciples said, Jesus, we told you we're already, we've been out all night. We ain't caught nothing. But nevertheless, they thought they knew more than Jesus. Nevertheless, at your word. Sometimes you know too much. Sometimes you know too much to believe God like you need to believe him. I don't know about you, Pastor, but I get irritated with these people always bringing out facts and graphs and process and charts and saying the trends are this and the stats. Shut up! I'm just going to tell you, just stand there and say, yea, though he slay me, yet will I serve him. Yet will I praise him. I can't figure it out. And you may be in a state of confusion today, but he can fix that confusion. Because God wants to give you what may defy all human logic. Did you know when God gets ready to bless you, it's not a natural blessing? Sometimes it doesn't even make sense. Mm -hmm. The devil, the secret war, he's after you to get you to give up the fight. He's after you to quit and give up. Give up believing for your family. Give up the dream that God has planted in your heart. Give up on your marriage and simply walk out. Your partner's never going to get saved anyway. Just sleep your life away. Give up. Don't even believe that your life can make a difference. Church, I don't know about you, but there's so many voices that we have to contend with every day. And I thought about Lazarus in John chapter 12 in my mind's eye, and he's sitting there at the table with Jesus after he had been raised from the dead. And the Bible said they came from afar to see Jesus and Lazarus, the man that had been raised from the dead. And the Pharisees were hanging out and they were plotting how to put this man to death. Because of him, people were believing in Jesus. Imagine that, the poor fellow. He's just been raised from the dead, now people want to kill him. 
And I can see Lazarus at the table and the people are coming in and they're gathering in and they're asking, Lazarus, how did this happen? How did you get this divine infusion of life in you? How did you come out of this death? How were you taken out of a hopeless place? And I can hear him in my mind's eye say something like this. Well, I was so sick and I was so down and things were looking so bad. And Jesus had come before he was a part of our family and I was sure that he was coming to help me but around me as the light began to fade into my own soul I began increasingly to hear voices telling me that this this was a hopeless situation and how moment by moment it's getting worse have you ever heard a voice like that even though you prayed it seems that Jesus is not showing up The situation seems to get worse and worse to the natural eye. And I can hear Lazarus as he would say, I heard voices all around me saying the end has come. And many said there is no help for me in God. And that is the ultimate goal of the devil this morning to get you to agree with that statement. To get you to the place of saying not even God can help you now. He's found some flaw in you. Promises to me no longer apply. I have come out of favor with God. He's angry with me. He doesn't love me anymore. He shut up all of his tender mercies from me. And finally the voice comes again and says, the end has come. You ever heard that voice? The end has come. And Lazarus said, finally, I cried unto him and lay me down and slept. And some of you today, that's exactly where you are. You cried when you went to sleep last night. You don't even know how you're going to get out of the situation you're in right now. You don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. And before you fell asleep, you cried one last cry. Oh God, please help me. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Elijah was there. In fact, there was a Jezebel that was after him, said, I'm going to take your head off before tonight is over. And he got depressed and he cried unto the Lord. David cried unto the Lord in one of the darkest times of his life. And Lazarus told them, stay with me, church, that all I had left was a whisper. I said, Jesus... Don't forget me. Jesus, help me. You ever prayed that? Jesus, don't forget me. But the testimony doesn't stop there. As people are gathered around the table and they're listening to him talk. But he said, then, everybody shout then. There was one more voice. And it was like a voice that I had never heard before in my life. I had heard this voice, but never with such power. I heard this voice, the voice that had the power to call me out of hopelessness. It was a voice that had the power to keep me in the palm of its hand. It was the voice that said, I'll give you life where there is no life. It was the voice that said, I'll give you hope where there is no hope. It was a voice, this voice that I heard was so 
loud that it drowned out all those that mocked me and all those that jeered me and all those that were making fun of me, all the wellers and all those that said too bad and too sad, not even God can do anything. It's too bad he didn't come and it's too late. But suddenly I heard a voice that drowned out all the other voices that were gathered around me and it simply, I like this, called me by my name. Hallelujah. It called me out of where I was to another place that he had predestined for my life to live in him. I heard a voice suddenly and it called me to get up. I had slept long enough. I heard a voice calling me. I heard a voice saying, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I heard a voice saying, nursing mothers may forget their children, but I have engraved thee on the palm of my hand. I heard a voice say, I have given you power over scorpions and over serpents and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt you. I've given you power over death. I heard a voice saying, come unto me ye that are heaven, heavy laden and I will give you rest. I heard a voice say, come learn of me and find rest in your soul. If anyone is thirsty, let him come unto me and I will cause his belly to be like living rivers of water flowing out of him. Hallelujah. I heard a voice. Come on somebody. Praise God. I heard a voice saying, I have come to give you life and give it to you more of Abundantly, I heard a voice saying, no weapon formed against you shall in any way prosper. I heard a voice say, greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. I heard a voice that can establish continents from the oceans. I heard a voice that has the power to create life when no life existed. I heard a voice that can breathe into a pile of dust and say, live! And Adam became a living soul. I heard a voice. Hallelujah. I heard a voice like no other voice. I heard a voice that said, get up and be courageous. I'm going further than I've ever before. Oh, somebody give him praise in this house. Give him praise in this house. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. I was going through an open door and I only had a little strength but I heard this voice somebody say voice I'm about to close but hang on with me he's, he's touching somebody he said I've got a little strength but I set before you an open door and no one can close it that's why David said, I will not be afraid of 10,000, Pastor. He said, I'll not be afraid of 10,000 people. In other words, 10,000 people cannot close the door that God has opened for you and me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I got to tell somebody this. God has destined for you to be victorious. God has called you to be a song of praise in the earth. God has called you to be more than a cockerer. God has called you to stand. And when you don't know what to do, just stand there. It's by faith you possess it. I don't know about you. I've been there. I've been there. When I prayed, 
Lord kill me. Let me die. But he came. And I heard a voice say, get up. I got a plan for your life. The people around the grave, they couldn't raise Lazarus. But Jesus said, I can. Jesus said, I can. I know, let me, can I have a three more minutes, Pastor? I know this book in the world, they look at us and think we're old school. And we're phony, Lisa, and there's nothing to this book. But I still believe. He's written 66 letters to me and you. I still believe every word of it. Come on, somebody. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but this word will stand it all. It will outlast it all. Come on, give him praise in this house. My body racked with pain, but I still believe. I've been in a dark season, Craig. Yeah, but I still believe. Oh, I've got trouble on the job, Craig, but I still believe. My money's acting funny, but I still believe. Things just don't seem to be working out, but I still believe God. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Stand on your feet. Come on, stand on your feet. Hallelujah. Blessings are coming to somebody that will believe. I've got more, but I'm going to stop right here. How in the world did I trust in somebody that wanted me to kill me, but I still believe God? How did I walk through witches and the enemy and never even get touched by the vipers that wanted to bite me? How did I endure hardship, no money, no friends, no help, and somehow God brought me out? doesn't make sense sometimes but I don't care whether it looks like your season or not I don't care whether you're 17 or 77 it's never too late for God to give you a breakthrough somebody say faith somebody say I need faith it's too soon to quit and I close with this listen very carefully every I'm talking to somebody Everything that has happened in your life, in my life, has a reason attached to it. Now I'm calling you to get up. That's what the Lord's saying to you. I'm calling you to get up and lift up your head. I'm calling you to come back to faith again. I'm calling you to believe that what I have put in you, God is able to keep it against that day. I'm calling you to get up because I have placed you in my Father's hand. And nobody can pluck you out. I come here to tell somebody today, you're not going down, you're going up. You're not going under, you're going over. You're an overcomer. You are the bride of Christ. You are the church of the living Lord. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't give up on your children. Sometimes the darkest part comes before the morning. Don't give up on your family. Settle it in your heart. He is the glory. 
and the lifter of my head. Even though I may go to bed depressed, I'm going to get up in the morning, Brother Craig, knowing that he is a lifter of my head and he's planted a dream within my heart and it will become a reality. Now, if this is applied to you today, in the balcony, as the Holy Spirit's walking down and through the aisles of this great place, there's a voice speaking to you out of my voice. And that voice is saying, don't you quit. Don't you quit. Don't you give up. Don't you quit praying. Keep loving people even when they spit in your face. Keep forgiving even when they distance themselves from you. Keep the love of Christ flowing and the grace and the mercy. His heads are bowed just a moment and I'll let you go in a few minutes. Please, just you're reverencing God. You're not reverencing me. But maybe the Lord has spoken to you today in this Service. You know the end of the story. Jesus rolled the stone away and called Lazarus out. He came to life again. But you're here today and you some of the things I've said today have touched you. They've applied to your heart and your life. And you'd say, Craig, will you pray for me? Will you pray for me? I'm going through some difficult times. I'm not asking you to divulge anything to me. But if you'll just slip your hand up, I want to pray for you. If you'll just put it up, just put it up right there. There's one, 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 there's one. There's one, okay? I want every person that raised your hand to quickly leave the seat where you are, leave that pew, and come and stand right here. And the pastors that are here are going to help me, and we're going to pray in just a minute. Come on, quickly, quickly. They're coming. They're coming. Lisa, just get ready. You always have a great song, so just get ready to sing in just a minute. I want you to come. I want you to come quickly because, Pastor, this, this is the Lord's business, and it requires haste. Come on, come on, come on. Keep coming, keep coming. Brother Craig, I felt like that. I, I, I've been there. I wanted to quit. I wanted to give up. Or even you may have gone almost as far as I went. Come on in close, close so the people can get in. Come on, come on. If you're here today and you're lost and you're not saved, you would say, Craig, if Jesus Christ were to come today, I'm not ready to meet him. If you'll come down and let me know who you are, we'll pray for you. We've got preachers here that'll pray for you and we'll lead you to Christ and your life can change today. Thanks for listening to this edition of Power Connection. We hope that this has been a blessing in your life and that you'll share this and other great resources with your friends. Visit pccgwinnett.cc for new teaching and free podcasts and videos. And be sure to connect with us via Facebook at lcog.pccgwinnett, on Twitter at pccgwinnett, and on Instagram at pccgwinnett. Thanks for listening to the Power Connection Podcast, and have a great week.